Welcome to the PNFL Pod. Uh, I am not Patrick Coyote. I am Jake Timmerman, former coach of the Sentinels. I'm here, as always, with my buddy Kenny Boson. Yeah. Pat's here. Uh, he's in timeout on behalf of the Raiders organization. Um, in his place, uh, we have a special guest tonight. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself. Go ahead and kind of tell the people who you are and, and what's going on. What's going on, guys? This is Trevor Dye here, uh, current Raider player, former Pitbull. Uh, go back a little further, uh, former Viking out of Portland State. Okay. So, yeah, welcome, Trevor. So, uh, here's the deal. Um, before we kind of – we want to take a little time and just kind of get to know Trevor a little bit before we do that. Um, Kenny, you put a lot of time here in the lab and uh, a very scientific system for uh, – so, um, just so everybody knows, like we're functional – kind of functional alcoholics like we drive ourselves everywhere <laughs> and uh, uh one of the things that uh we wanted to do is actually come up with a system for how we're rating that's my dishwasher going off okay. and hey everybody just so you know i've got clean dishes now <laughs> um wanted to find a way to kind of make sure that we had uh, a good way for ranking all this whiskey we're consuming right so rather than just talking about it and then you have no <laughs> idea what it's like uh we got our rankings so starting from the top down we got our top shelf is the number one uh, the sipper, uh, high-class mixer, and then starting on the bottom half, you got the frat boy mixer, the shooter, and then the brown bagger. So basically any anything uh, in the mixer category is not usually that bad, but you can't drink it by itself. Anything below the mixer category, you just want to down it to get drunk. Mm -hmm. And then the step above is uh, you get in trouble if you down it on your 21st birthday too fast <laughs> <laughs> so so if we were going to uh kind of give everybody a little bit of like a uh a way to kind of like you know so something to compare it to like let's take just straight right. up jack daniels if we're going to say straight up jack daniels where would that go on on your list my personal opinion on jack daniels is i would put that as a it it's almost a tweener but i'll put it more on the high class high class mixer high class mixer because uh some i personally i'm not big on the taste of jack daniels mm -hmm. myself so i'd put it a little lower personally but it's more of a you know, a safe, a staple. It's not a, it's not a bottom shelfer. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Trevor, if you, if you like, if you're just reaching for, you know, a nice little glass of, uh, some Amber, what, uh, what are you drinking? Um, I honestly am a Pendleton guy. Okay. Um, All right, man. But I'm on, I think you might be Kenny spirit animal. Here I'm, we go. I'm on Breckenridge right now. Okay. And I am thoroughly enjoying it up to this point. Okay. So All I will right. let you know how I'm feeling after maybe one, two more glasses. of it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, Kenny, you are drinking what right now? I am drinking Pendleton Midnight. It's the the it's the Pendleton's like standard whiskey, but it's one step above that. It's a slightly better version of it. And uh, me personally, I put this as top shelf. It's the smoothest whiskey I've ever tasted. Okay, it's a big reason I drink it more regularly than everything else. Okay, okay. Mm. Now, is it because of like just how well it drinks, or is it like more of a flavor thing for you? Or I, I like the flavor of Pendleton quite a bit. But, uh, yeah, that it's basically really smooth Pendleton. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I've got the uh, – you know, we've we've mentioned this one before. I've got the Trails End right now, and uh, I'm digging it just because it's – I mean, I don't normally like just, like, Kentucky straight whiskey. I do. Um, but th I, have, I have just really enjoyed this. I would put this um, probably for me who's – got about 10 more years of drinking than the rest of you guys um <laughs> five i'm five <laughs> i mean you know i don't know when you started uh what's it, what's right below top shelf uh the sipper i would go with this i would call this a sipper for me that's good yeah i would i would definitely say that the trails end is a sipper it's also uh 
Uh, we've said it every time. Hood River Distillery Hood still River makes Distillery. Pendleton and it makes the trails in. So That's correct. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat's with us, and uh, he is over here drinking malt liquor. <laughs> uh, he got himself some OE. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Pat is officially kind of giving me the signal that for him, OE is uh, one notch below, uh, you know, uh, steel reserve, <laughs> and uh, is calling this a sipper. So. <laughs> No, Pat's Pat's <laughs> doing the uh, the rogue dead guy. That's been his favorite here. Uh, Pat, where would you classify that at? Um, honestly, fuck, I fucking I don't know. Sipper. A sipper. That's a good. Uh, that's a good sipper. That's a good one. That's I like. Uh, I think that's got a unique flavor to it. It's not. It's not like all the rest of them. So that's that's pretty interesting with it. So I like it. Okay. All right. All right. So. We have Trevor here, and we kind of wanted to get to kind of just have an opportunity to kind of really highlight guys from the league. Um, Trevor, uh, you know, as, as he was saying, is uh, you, you've seen some miles around the kind of Pacific Northwest when it comes to semi-pro. I mean, you've had uh, quite the illustrious career there at Portland State. Obviously, you were a pit bull for a good amount of years, um, and you are – this is your second year with the Raiders? This uh, – 2.5. 2.5. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're counting that. 2.5. Yeah, 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 it counts. It counts. <laughs> Okay. Well, so first of all, uh, you know, Trevor. I almost quit that team, too. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah, that, that, that's when we hey, – no, no, no. Say, hey, fellas, save, save that one for the 30 for 30, okay? All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Trevor, how did you get into football? Oh, geez. So, the beginning of my football journey uh, didn't start uh, traditionally as I think – most guys might think I, I didn't start playing until I was about 12 years old. Okay. And I you still beat Kenny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. I, um, I was asked to sign up for football the last day of, uh, I think it was like baseball going into the sixth grade and had never considered playing football. Uh, it's just, I knew that a lot of my friends growing up were going to be playing it. So I said, you know, what? why not? Might as well try it. Um, I was a few years behind everybody, so I didn't really understand the rules completely at that point. But um, I had played every other sport, you know, that you could play as a, you know, as a kid. So I figured, why not try football? And uh, Ooh, I'm a football <laughs> player. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, uh, since then, I think my love for f football only grew, uh, especially not being very good at it for a while when I first started, and then. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I I sucked when I was twelve years old. <laughs> <laughs> I you could. I, I don't believe that for a second. Like I've having having uh, had the opportunity to uh, coach against you a couple of times, I don't I don't feel like I I believe that at all. <laughs> <laughs> you you should have seen some of the film. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, uh, just since that point, I it became a love of mine. I, I introduced it to my family. Um, we, we didn't watch football in the house until I started playing. And then we, I mean, now watching Seahawks games at home, it's, it's a holiday for us almost. Yeah. Oh, so, enough. um, it's introduced a new you know, side of my family that we all get to enjoy and share together. So, um, I have this vision of you with your family sitting around kind of like the Watts, like JJ <laughs> and all those guys <laughs> just kind of like sitting around, like putting each other in headlocks and like, right. Cause it's not just you, right. That plays in the family. Uh, no, we, I've got a, another member of the family that also plays. Uh, he, he was going to be here tonight, but uh, yeah, my brother, uh, he also plays with me. He uh, he is probably the best player I've seen that 
didn't go and play college football. And he's very good. He's mm-hmm. he's a great natural athlete. Um, I think he had every opportunity to go and do it. He j- just going to college just wasn't going to be the thing for him. He he wanted to go to work, and that's what he's doing. But he he enjoys this type of football because I, he has heard about the political side of college athletics mm. through me. Oh sure, and he could already already tell like that just doesn't sound like something like I would enjoy. I I like playing football because I mean, one he gets to play with me, which yeah, that's is huge. that's huge. The biggest reason that I still play mm-hmm. is that him and I we get to make up for the years that we did get to play with each other. Oh, that's up. cool. So, yeah, right. that's really cool. Well, on top of that, you guys are both safeties, so it's not just you play with him on the same team. You guys play in the same almost position like you play right next to each other you get to talk during the whole game that's pretty cool oh yeah and it makes weeks uh leading up to the game a lot of fun because yeah. i mean that's all we're talking about we're, we're watching film every day together and uh just scheming and seeing what we can expose from the other team and then we're just sharing that with the rest of the team too but yeah and playing with your brother i would imagine like I, I, well i guess i'm curious more mm-hmm. is that uh does that kind of fuel any kind of like the civil sibling rivalry to like oh i'm about to get this hit well i'm about to get this pick watch and you know Every game. <laughs> Every game. I remember his first game playing with us. Um, it was against the uh, the Cobras. It was my second year uh, with the Pitbulls. And he comes out. Was, I, I knew he hadn't lost a step, but um, his first game, I think he, he had two picks, ten tackles. Like, wow. He, 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 yeah, he was just all over the place. And you, you let him have that, right? Like, you could have done it, but, like, it was his first time out, so you want to make him. <laughs> I, I tell him that, but <laughs> <laughs> at, at the same time, I, they just went away from me the entire game. Um, I don't know. I think there, there was. They were scared. There, there were guys on the other team that were uh, pit bulls from the previous season, oh, I okay. think. And so I think, mm-hmm. they, I think it was Alex Walton who was the quarterback at the time. Oh, so that was pretty recent then. Uh, this uh, was last couple of years. Yeah, this was. Um, oh, Jesus would three, have been three, four years ago. Spring, spring of seventeen. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, Tyler had a great first game, and uh, after that game, I I knew we were just gonna have a bunch of fun together. That's so. awesome. All right. Well, I'm gonna. We already talked about what uh, teams we played for previously, so let's go into who do you model your game after in the NFL, or who do you admire in the NFL? Oh, geez, it's a tough question. Um. I would have to say that the, probably the player I admire the most, he's no longer playing, but I was a huge Cam Chancellor fan. Oh, love I, Cam oh, Chancellor. Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a hu- huge Cam man. Chancellor fan. Bam, Bam Cam. Man, um, Area 31. Purely because um, the way I was getting used with the pit bulls is that I could, I was kind of allowed to do what I wanted mm-hmm. from my safety position. I could, you know, I could drop back or I could move up into the box and kind of just – play my game um especially at semi-pro you know i'm big enough that i can come in and fill in a linebacker spot if needed and come come down and yeah. fill a hole and then at the same time i'm fast enough i can drop i can drop right and cover space do you, do you prefer playing in coverage or do you prefer kind of being down the box mixing it up oh i would have to say in space because i think that's where i've probably made the most of my plays okay and i think that's where some teams have made the mistake of thinking that's where they'll expose me. It's because I'm probably bigger than most slot receivers that yeah, I go against. Probably. And so they think that I'm going to get beat there. Um, I haven't been beat in the slot since I started playing in this league. So Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. First time I seen that was uh, was the Holiday Bowl game where Jeff was coaching. We both went to like a mafia practice. And then he basically almost gave you the reins of the defense. He just said, here's what I want to see. 
you make it go happen. And he basically gave you the reins of the defense, yep. and you guys were all over the field. Yeah, yeah, that, that, I remember that game. That, that was that was a lot of fun. That was, that was a lot game. of fun. You got that pick. They didn't steal the game. They ran yep. together. They ran like a bench concept. So he jumped the. Out. Okay, so for the people that uh, weren't on the Sentinels, explain what bench is. <laughs> it's a go <laughs> with, a, with either a five or a ten. Yard okay, go kids. with an out. So Coach game. Jake is going to give you a little bit of football history. That's called an Ohio concept. And it's it my favorite concept <laughs> that I but, never get to run. That's right. But I remember seeing him, uh, we were even we were in coverage, and he jumped the out route so quick. And Phil just, I mean, Phil thought, like, it was going to be an easy pass, and he just yeah. jumped that route so quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, we definitely had that game, I, and then it got coached away from <laughs> us. <laughs> I, oh, no. I, I, oh, it did. I, I'll tell you exactly when we didn't win that game. Yes, because you did. The, the green? No, you weren't there. There was oh, this is this is year before. before yeah yeah so the year before that we were ahead and we were backed up to the, we were like on the three yard line or something like that and our offensive coordinator called we it was like was less than uh, let's not name names yeah. they're still they're <laughs> still <laughs> offensive oh, yeah. let's just, you know they know who they are so we we have less than two minutes on the clock they have zero timeouts and we're on the three yard line backed up into our end zone. And three pass plays in a row to force a three and out to a punt, which I decided not to do because punting from my own end zone is not, you know, when they're backed up, I only have like maybe eight yards of of coverage. So we decided to take a safety instead and do a kickoff. And then they came down the field and played some like nine man shit on us. And oh, my thank It was that one. Thank you for uh, opening. Uh, not so fresh wounds, right? But yeah, reopening that, that one. one. Yeah, that, we should have won that yeah. one, but that, that was rough. That was okay. they just yep. introduced nine man rules in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like right. we played 11 man rules because it was there was a nine man league too, and it was mixture of oh, nine man and yeah, 11 man. Right. And so, uh, it wasn't t- quite talked before like the game that we could use some nine man rules, but it was supposed oh. to be talked about between the coaches and okay. they. Maybe forgot or just, they, I don't know. They, they just used, did it anyway. Yeah, they used a running motion on a third and long play. Yeah, they and had two forward we, running motions. Oh, we had no. Yeah, yeah Some we, Canadian we, football league stuff. Yep. Yeah, so we saw it happening, and I was standing straight up flat footed when it happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What is happening right now?" And then and that's then we got into we got into coverage like you know way late delayed. Yeah, and then they completed a pass. Tyler laid into this dude i'll never forget yeah he should have <laughs> dropped it but yeah. um yeah they got the first and that led to them driving yep. down the field and eventually taking the lead but yeah it was frustrating yeah, that was okay. a rough game anyway we'll uh, move on yeah <laughs> so trevor we'll talk about oh, pnfl stuff now well let, let me let, let, here, here's here's the thing so um a certain member of this podcast uh not named uh you know i mean we won't we won't name names so you know um, but it's not you and it's not me, uh, has been, acu- has been accused of, uh, talking up specific programs or others. So I want to give, I want to give the floor oh. to Trevor. Tell us a little bit about this year's kind of this year's Raiders team. Tell us a little bit about kind of the makeup, the chemistry, the kind of the personality kind of the, obviously you're with Aaron Fentress, who is, you know, I mean, he's the, you know, the elder statement, statesman of, <laughs> of, uh, you know, Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. football. He's been around since, you know, before they invented the sport, like doing all this, that, <laughs> the other, like, you know, he, he's got some kind of show like where he's like talking about some terrible team down in Eugene, uh, <laughs> you know? So, so tell me a little bit about this year's Raiders and, and kind of, kind of what you guys are expecting for this season. Yeah. Um, I would say from 
the makeup um, majority of the guys from last year. Uh, I would say one or two uh, key pieces from last year's team are no longer uh, with our group. Um, obviously, uh, Bryson's back down with the Buzzards, which um, I'm not saying I prefer, but I like you know the talent being dispersed. I, I like that you know he's right. choosing to play with them yep. and giving us a chance to play against them because I know you know what he brings to the field. Um, and then uh, Cephas is with the Swarm, which uh, he will be missed, but it's still my guy. But uh, for what we have, um, I mean, you'll see a lot of it on film from last year. Uh, you won't see Russ last year, obviously. Yeah, um, that was a big hit. Uh, yeah, we saw me under yeah. center last year, and we <laughs> that was interesting. And we still went to the championship, <laughs> um, which you know, it's a whole other topic. But uh, I would say that there is a lot about our team that has not been shown yet. Um, I didn't know how much I'd want to open up on that, but there are guys that uh, have. Well, by, I mean, by all means, yeah. You know, I mean, like, take us into the locker room, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys would would have seen it the first game. Call Fentress and make sure you can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't tell him I was going to be on this, so um, he won't know. He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> he, he doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah, he does. Hey, if Fentress is listening, look, man, quit Twitter beefing with my guy Jordan Reffitt. Like everybody uh, sees that. <laughs> really cool. Like you're a member of the media. He's a dude that like farms cows. Come on, man. Anyway. Um, anyway. So I, I, I can talk about you know individual players. Um, I mean, as far as our mindset goes, I mean, we're, we're a championship mentality team. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the expectation for us. Um, doesn't matter if it's an Oregon League, Washington League. Like, we, we pride ourselves on bringing a good product of football yeah. to the field. And Talk uh, a little bit about the dynamic where clearly the Raiders are an established brand and an established program, have a lot of history. Coming into, what, the this is kind of like your second or third lead league in as, in as many years or so. Mm-hmm. What's it like right. for you guys kind of being clearly established as a program, but at the same time um, kind of being the new kid on the block? Um, I would say f- for how that affects us, I mean, it, it really doesn't matter to us. I, I think um, last year was a good experience because we got to play – actually, I'd say last two years, you know, we got to play primarily Washington teams, mm-hmm. which um, you know was, was a lot of fun for me, especially uh, two seasons ago when there was, there was a lot of good teams in Washington and – um, coming back and being able to play in the PNFL, which was a big piece of why I came back for this year, is because it's a lot less travel. You know, we're, sure. not, oh, yeah. right, yeah. we're, we're not traveling to Wenatchee or Spokane <laughs> or yeah. Yeah. or Arlington. Tri Cities. Jeez, that makes a difference. Um, but as for us being on the new block or new kid on the block, um, you know, we're we're pretty familiar with most of the guys sure. that are in the, this league already, whether. Um, for us that are on the team that played with the Pitbulls, I mean, I know half the Swarm guys that played with the Pitbulls. Some right. of them played on the Raiders as well. Um, I've played with and against a lot of those guys that are on the Buzzards now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are quite a few teams I really don't know a ton about, but th- there's a relative level of familiarity for us with a lot of the guys that are in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, you know, th- we were, or the Raiders were an Oregon based team to begin yeah, with. Right, so, right. Portland Raiders, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think coming back, I think, is the mentality of, you know, how we're looking at it is we're back in Oregon. You know, we're ready to, you know, put ourselves back at the top of the totem, uh, top of the totem pole. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You definitely got the the means to do it. Yep. For sure. So uh, let's go. Who is your favorite PNFL player 
not on the Raiders. Um, n- <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Not on the Raiders this year or not have been a Raider? No, just not on the Raiders this year. Raiders. Yeah, just not this year. Oh, that's tough. Um, can I give you, like, a group? Sure. Okay. Uh, and this is coming from a, a perspective of guys that I'm excited to play against, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I know you guys talk about him enough, but I'm excited to play against John Payne. Uh, yeah, have you played against him yet? I did against him in the Holiday Bowl. I didn't. Oh, right, right, right. The Holiday Bowl. I, I didn't really get to play like against him. Right. You weren't matched up on him so not, much. Not really. Um, <laughs> a offensive coordinator that will not be named uh, chose to avoid me in a charity game. Hey, man, <laughs> so, some folks just aren't about that life and don't want that smoke. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I know John's a really good athlete. Obviously, he's fast. Um, he's former college athlete, so I know he has good training. And I, I get excited against going against guys like that that, yep. that understand football. They understand the little um, uh, little ins and outs of the game that you know maybe a normal guy in the semi pro league may not understand. So, sure, sure. Um, so I get excited about those types of challenges. And then uh, another guy, um, yeah, he's a former teammate of mine. He's a good friend of mine. But I'm I'm very excited to potentially play against Bryson again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a hell of a competitor. He's a guy that you know you have to account for at all times when you're on offense. Um, yep, and you know he can disrupt what you have going on very quick. Yeah, so oh, yeah. he's definitely he's definitely a two on one matchup. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, there, there's just so many names because um, you know there, there's like I said there's a lot of guys that I'm pretty familiar with. I'm excited against I'm excited to play against uh, you know, Pat Shed. Um, uh, I've got a buddy that I played with at Portland State that plays with the Trojans, Ray Vega. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm excited. What, what position did he play? He's a running back. Running back. I was just looking at – I just watched uh, both the buzzard mm-hmm. Trojan games from last year, and he was running that rock. Yeah, yeah he was. He, he was crushing it. In terms of, like, pure so is that it, So is this going to be, like, when you play the Trojans, is that going to be one of those games where you're going to be thankful that you're playing coverage? <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'll most likely be in the box. There you go. Yeah. There and, you go. Uh, going to have to be against right. that team. Huh? Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, but yeah, I'd be excited to play against him and then I could go down a whole list of guys. All right. Well, I got, I got, well, one more for your team then. Yeah. So, uh, how about somebody on your team that's either underrated or nobody knows about them yet, but they're really good. Well, Not I that got, you have to Nate, like, yeah. I don't want you to like got, expose yeah, yeah. your secret, right. but like, okay. just throw a name out there of like somebody who you think that nobody knows about yet no russell snyder <laughs> no nobody I'm just kidding. Knows about <laughs> Never have, you, have you guys heard of him <laughs> um so you you want a name or you want what he's gonna How, whichever you want to give us yeah um okay yeah if I mean, he's your secret weapon i don't want you to expose him yet yeah i mean they're i mean i know that defenders kind of has the same kind of like philosophy about kind of giving out secrets like you know belichick does but you know i mean what you can give it to us yeah, right yeah i mean i'm just i'm just curious because i want to know more about the raiders i don't know that much about him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the way i look at it is you know you're, you're going to get what you're going to get on game day so either you know what's coming or not just you have to, mm-hmm. you have to stop it regardless right regardless, um yeah. So we, we have an athlete that played with us um, two seasons ago. Uh, he's my brother's age. He was uh, he was actually my brother's team in high school. Uh, he's a like wide receiver, tight end, hybrid guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played at Wyoming. Um, I know who it is, but I'm not going to say it. Okay. Um, uh, that's a. It doesn't oh matter what your name <laughs> is. <laughs> that's uh, that's actually really huge because I know who that is. Yeah. So he. 
he's very good. Yeah, he, he's a he's a six four cat. He's athletic, great hands. He comes down with just about every ball. Um, so yeah, uh, he showed up at practice after my brother and I had been on him, and uh, my brother he texted me like on the way. He's like, "Hey, I got a surprise for you." I was like, "All right, what is it?" And then he showed up. So uh, yeah, I was pretty excited about that. And that's huge. He's mm, he's that's just really big. he's just a bit another big uh, jump ball target, and he's he's good possession guy too. Yeah. So, so he's so another target for Russ. Um, on top of adding the other guys that i'm sure you guys are yeah which so. which an already loaded roster right. as the skill players right. it's crazy <laughs> wow that's uh that might change some things for me anyway <laughs> do you have any more power questions Cutty. uh uh n- <laughs> I know. No, you, I know you guys got more. Questions. I mean, you know, no, we have more questions, <laughs> but we have uh, a lot of stuff to get to, and I don't know how much time we've gone through already. But uh, we're at twenty-five. Twenty-five. All right. Well, I mean, I think that. Uh, I mean, if you know, I mean, Trevor, if you got time to hang out, we'd love to have you for a couple more segments. If you just kind of wanted, to, you know, kind of hang out and kind of tolerate kind of the ridiculousness that we do for the rest <laughs> of the way. Yeah, for sure. Cool. We'll, All know, right. Maybe you'll let me chime in if. I yeah. Have no, okay. don't Whenever wait for it. Just to. jump okay. in, man. All jump right. in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. You're. You're. Yeah. Talk as much as you want. Cool. So I think our next segment we got is uh, on jerseys. So we made our list. So this this is going to be one that might be a little harder for you because we've prepped this ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our favorite and least favorite NFL uniforms. I personally did my favorite and least favorite current and past uniforms in the NFL and the PNFL. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess we could start with what are the favorite current NFL uniforms? Ooh. out there i'll go with mine because i know i have it written down right here yeah I, go for it i did the research uh the saints color rush the oh, white oh the white, the white with the gold oh it's easily my favorite yeah those are nice such a good mm-hmm. look yeah oh, those color rush ones are yeah, yeah you can get color rush is coming yeah, up on the other side yeah over here. if you don't do it if you don't do it well it can be pretty brutal but uh yeah no that one that one's definitely my favorite kind of looks like the white power ranger but it's just a clean look. Like <laughs> <laughs> what? It does. Oh, it does. that's a great comparison. But uh, yeah, the black, the gold, Drew Brees, the white tiger sword. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my favorite uh, current NFL uniform. You know, it hurts my body to say this, just because I'm a Seahawks fan. But yeah. I'll be honest, man. Those Niners, that Niner just home uniform, this like the just like classic, just cl- classic clean classic. gold, clean red, gold helmet. Wait, the updated one? The, yeah, the the, the yeah, one that they one that they just had this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has more. Yeah, man, that looks classic. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, good looking, looking jersey. jersey. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate to say it, also as yeah. a Seahawks fan. Uh, I think I want to go with. Is it the Cardinals color rush where they have the black? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of those. I, yeah, there's a yeah. there's a couple teams with them that have the all black with the red letters. Yeah. They look really good. That was that was a close runner up to my to my Saints color rush one, but what's, that's a good look what's too. What's funny to me is that the Raiders don't have black. I, I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure their color rush is is all white with yep. silver. The Raiders color rush, as Pat is saying, is yeah, it's all which white with weird. the silver, mm-hmm. which looks okay. Yeah, it doesn't look bad, but it doesn't match with like, their black. Is there any Raiders organization you're not going to hate on? Oh <laughs> Pat hates the Raiders saying, from like, top to bottom, for, professional and semi-professional. For the Saints, for the Saints <laughs> it makes sense, right? Because it, like the, that white paired with the gold is, is super clean. But like the Raiders are known for their black and silver, right? Like why why do you have a white with a with a with a silver number? I like I know their retro jerseys are are I think it's black. 
white pants with the silver stripes and it's the same number, but it's the big block silver number, but like the color rush they should have gone. Great story. All black Compelling and rich. The big black or the, the big block silver. That yeah. No, I get it. You hate the Raiders. It's all good. Hundred percent. Don't hate the Raiders. Yeah, that's all he's talking about over here. All right. So. All right. So uh, next, we're gonna go. We got worst NFL uniform. Well, do we want to go our favorite past NFL, or do we want to go back to the worst and current? Oh, I can. Gi- I mean, I can give it to you real easy for past. Uh, for past I think NFL. we are the exact same. You and I. Same you and I'll say here. I'll, I'll say it, and you. Th- you tell me if I'm right. Yep. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, 1976 jersey. Like that uni for the, the silver and blue. Actually, I'm yeah, slightly different than you. Oh, really? Okay. All right. No, worst or favorite? No, favorite. Favorite. Oh, okay. Favorite. 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 We just talked about this. Yeah. So no, that. Bringing it back. Yeah. yeah. So our, my favorite this. is very similar. The color scheme is the same, but the jerseys are slightly different. Okay. I like the 94 to 2001 version. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very similar colors. It's the old school blue and green. Right. With the s- mostly silver. The mostly it looks silver. really yeah, good. Like, okay. Yeah, I could, I could, I could appreciate that. Why don't I have a picture of that? I thought I saved one. Well, it's a good thing that everybody listening can see your pictures. I was going to show everybody else here, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> worst? We, we want to go worst? I don't know. What do you got? Do you, do you have a, you a, a favorite, favorite of all time, or Trevor? A, yeah. Or just a jersey that I'm not a fan? Oh, wait. Is we it? Yeah, favorite, favorite, fa- like a favorite just all time. Like, maybe not current, just like ever. <sighs> Might be the wrong question for me. Okay. Honestly. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. All right. We'll go to worst. Unless Pat's got one, I know he's he loves those orange. Cr- my orange guess is he, my, yeah, my guess is Denver. like his Denver days. Okay. Powder blue helmet, yeah. Like Elway would have been wearing that, right? Yeah. Pat, Pat okay. loves the big yeah. D. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It was clean. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah, that, that Seattle Seahawks one is probably one of it's, my favorite right It's there. a great look. It's a great that just the, the helmet color with the you know that dark. There's an I, there's an iconic nature oh. to it just because it's so unique in football. Like yeah. nobody else is wearing that. Right. Yeah. All right. I gotta think to the to the worst of all time. Oh, dude, I got a better one. Trust me. Okay. I'll show you a picture. So, uh, for the worst current nfl uniform Ooh. i have the redskins color rush Ooh. it is Ooh. it's not brown it's it's yellow yeah but it's yellow with like a dark red like here Ooh. i got a picture of it. i'll show you guys it oh. just kind of looks like a bad version of like, ronald mcdonald it kind of looks like somebody spilt mustard it's not a, it's that's the thing is it's not a good yellow like oregon puts good yellows like in their the uniforms. Hot yellow or whatever. It's yeah. like it's a it's yeah. a vibrant yellow. This is just like a dirty mustard. Right. And it's I don't know why they would do that to themselves, but Yeah. Yeah, Redskins color rush. See, I Gross. I was going to go with the color rush for the Browns. Which one's that? It's the all brown. Ooh. It's the all brown with the orange helmet. They look like Mr. Hanky. <laughs> like it's like a, it's, like a, it's like it's 11 Mr. Hankies running around. The field. It's terrible. That's a bad one too. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. awful. At least they're dark enough that they're not seen from the distance. That's why this that's why I hate this yellow. It just stands right oh, out. Oh yeah, just And they're not even where it's and it's still the red helmet. It doesn't match at all. It's just I don't like it at all. It looks like a practice uniform. Yeah, it's it's what it looks like. yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. It looks bad. 
Like that's the that's the that's the uniform that you make the quarterback wear so that nobody touches him. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, I would probably just say that I'm not a huge fan of the Rams color rush. Ooh, yeah. that, that's another that yellow, yellow one. Isn't yeah, it? it's, 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 yeah. That's that true mustard, like the, like the, like the yeah. French's mustard yellow. Yeah. Ooh. The Bucks, the all red. Well, I hate their current, their current. Oh, their current scheme? It back. The okay. one that looks like an analog clock yeah. number. Yeah, <laughs> I don't dislike it, but I don't like it. So I, I, I can see why you hate it. I totally get that. Um, as far as past uniforms, my very least favorite is, you need to Google this, 1994 Bears throwback uniforms. Oh, are those the ones with – oh, those are the ones. Oh, god. So it's, it's gold pants and then like a burnt orange with like dark blue stripes. It looks absolutely awful. It's the worst uniform I've ever seen. the The numbers aren't even on the front; they're up on the shoulder. It's almost. I mean, it, it it's 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 a terrible design, but it's one of those weird things where like it actually kind of looks like something that like you would get, uh, like you would buy at Express, and they would tell you that it's like a super like fancy shirt. Yeah, I, yeah. Got, I got something that's pretty close to that. I would use that uniform in Madden for fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> I did that. Sa- the the right, Steelers have this like re- weird striped one too. Uh-huh. That that, that, oh, yeah. like, that's yeah, what you would put your like, That's what you would put your ultimate team in. Yep. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. <laughs> just to look like a bunch of ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's right. it bad. Uh, for worst all time. For oh, worst all time. I mean. There's a bunch. I'm old enough to remember a lot of bad uniform combos. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, and this is, I mean, uh, uh, to my guy, Brett uh, Matassi, who uh, is, a, I got to tell you, those, those, the Green Bay throwback, where they got oh, the brown, with the, 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 the blue and the brown. Oh, it's the, br- it's the blue shirt with the big circle, and it's got the number, the numbers are in the middle of the circle. Right, and, and the then the, like, pants. the light tan pants. Oh, they're terrible. I just, and a I, yellow helmet, too. I can't do it. Like, whenever they put, I just. That is kind of weird. Like it, I doesn't, would, it doesn't make sense to see somebody in green and gold, and then what, where'd the blue tan come from? I would almost rather listen to, like, Booger McFarlane on replay than having to like watch the game where they're playing with those uniforms. Like, like Booger and Jason Witten just talking back and forth. Yeah, right. Ugh. Pat's got two. The Tampa Bay creamsicles. That's a terrible. <laughs> the Tampa Bay creamsicles. Those are horrendous. Gross. Yeah, they the gross. Wore, Ugh. They wore those for like almost thirty years. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, the second one that I have is the Denver Broncos AFL anniversary jerseys that rival that of the Redskins color rush. The mustard. Oh yes. I yep. John just like Trevor, I had a Madden team with those jerseys. Yeah, with it those was whoa. disgusting. That I absolutely hated being a Broncos fan the year that they wore those because it was disgusting. For those of you, for those of you listening, those essentially look like a bunch of those like luchador Mexican wrestlers, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's like with the circus. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right, that's yeah. terrible. So basically, we've all agreed so far that yellow is the worst color. Yellow you can have is as a uniform. terrible. Yeah. yeah. It ha- I've. Like, believe, I mean, it, believe it or there's, not, like there's some yellows that look okay. Well, like, well, like honestly, or when you pair them with another good right, color, like the uh, like the oh way man. that like the Green Bay, like normal Green Bay home jersey, yes. looks, it's pretty nice. But those those have been like that's the I was looking it up earlier. It's the same 
it's like 1961 is when they introduced that jersey, and they haven't right. changed it. And there's right. a reason. It looks yeah. good. I mean, don't, no, don't if it works, don't mess with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of those teams that have been around for a long time. Oh, is that oh, the oh, that's yeah. no, is that's the uh, that is, oh, that's, that's those Packers ones. That's those Packers oh. ones. They're just yeah. Yeah. oh. Ugh, gross. I would not come out of the locker room in this. Yeah. That's the. Yeah, right. Oh, you, just, man. you just absolutely refuse. No, Yellow, absolutely blue, not. and tan. I'm, yeah. I'm hurt this game. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> it's not even. A, oh, man. Yellow, blue, and tan. None of those colors mix. No. Horrendous. They All right. Disgusting. Yeah. Hey, so uh, get at us on the, hey, get us on the, on the page and uh, let us know if there's a. Whoa, what is that? Okay. We're not uh, doing that then. Yeah, right. Uh, let us know if you have any thoughts about what uh, – uh, sorry, like Pat's over here like messing with all these cords and now I'll throw it off. Let us know if you guys have any thoughts on what uh, what your favorite or least favorite uh, uniforms have ever been. Yes, please. We need more input. All right. All right. And we are working on our first ever phone-in interview. We're trying to get him on the horn here. Pat, do you got him dialed up? All right. Let's talk. Let's talk more about Trevor then. Trevor, <laughs> I got another question for you. Ooh. What's your uh, favorite football memory? Oof. That yeah. might be a tough one to find out. I know you guys should have gave me a list of questions. I told I, you know I, I, yo, So if you check this was our, if you check yeah. our, I got proof <laughs> that we said that we should send interview questions to the interviewees. I was like, yo, let's do it on the. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Favorite. Uh, I'll, I'll just pick one that just pick one. Yeah. Just the whole experience of it all probably stands out the most. Um, my last year at. Oh. Our, uh, wow. our Technical tech support uh, is uh, struggling here. We're gonna have to get us a new intern. All right. Go for it. Uh, yeah. So favorite football memory uh one that just sticks out to me was my last year at portland state when we uh we went up and played washington state at their place oh that's a tough well, game uh yes <laughs> <laughs> for for a team that throws it 90 percent of the time yeah um we had already played them the previous year and uh it, it was close late in the third but then uh, i think uh, luke falk kind of just took over and just aired it out and they end up beating us by like 30 something oh man so we we played them the next year uh new quarterback new ish system and a really really good defense Uh, it was raining yeah they couldn't throw as well as they had wanted to um and we took them into deep water late in the fourth they were only up 10 7 at that point and we ended up pulling out the win in in pullman uh, in Pullman, Ooh. yeah, that's so, a great. Uh, as so, as a lifelong Husky fan, no one was a bigger fan of Portland State that day than. I mean, <laughs> it's like Portland State was right here. Like the University of Washington community was like right below that. You know, as a you know, I'm normally a Duck fan, but I did go to Portland State, so mm-hmm. I'm always a huge Portland State fan. But I've just been a Duck fan since I was a kid, so yeah. it's hard to you know they're they're my two favorite teams. Yeah, absolutely. So great, great win. Even better celebration when we got back to Portland. So that's awesome. Absolutely. That was a lot of fun. All hey, right. so uh, we have actually our very first. Uh, we had our very first uh, uh, in studio guest, and now we have our very first ever call in guest. 
Yeah. Uh, Jake might cream his pants right yeah, now. Yeah, man. This is my, like, my easily mm-hmm. my, probably one of my newest favorite players to watch. Uh, f- coming all the way out of uh, Prineville with the Mountain Men, my man Parker Lastly. Parker, can you hear us? Yeah, hey. How you doing? Hey, brother. How are you? <laughs> this is Coach Jake. Uh, yeah, yeah, not too bad. Good, man. You're on with uh, Kenny Boson. You're on with Trevor Dye and uh, our intern, uh, Pat Chiodi. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so uh, we were just kind of so I gotta tell you, so just watching your film there when you guys were playing the Eagles out of the uh, out of the, uh, that Idaho league, uh, I became an instant fan. So a couple of things I want to hear from you, man, is uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got into football. Uh, well, I mean, I I kind of lived around Oregon a lot of my life and moved around I'd say every single year and kind of settled down more in the Central Oregon area. Uh, came from the coast, and that's kind of where I started my football season, uh, fourth grade, kind of picking it up from there and just really loving the game since. Okay, so you so you started out as a young man. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so typically, have you always played running back or have you played other things too? Uh, yeah, from as long as I can remember, I've been running back and kick return, punt return, anything with the ball in my hand. That's where I've been. That's the best way to be. Yeah, man. I mean, it, well, and it definitely shows up on the film. Okay, okay. So, so now that so you are with the second year, second year in the league, Mountain Men. Tell me, how did you get kind of hooked up with them, and 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 uh, and kind of the story there? Uh, actually, the captain of the team, um, Sam. He, I went to high school with him. He's a great younger than me, and we did track together. And while I was in college for track, he actually messaged me asking because he was the captain if I wanted to be a part of this team. And I was doing football in college, but ended up leaving, just sticking with track. And I was like, I'd love that opportunity. Came down, and the team just, like, took me under their wing really fast, and I just adapted everybody. Nice. Now, where did you play your college ball? Uh, I was in Weed, California. I was at College of the Siskiyou. Hey. It's like a little junior college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 I'm very familiar. Yeah. College of the there's a good That's amount. A good of, there's, a, there's a good amount. Actually, I'm pretty sure uh, – some former Pitbulls some players, former Pitbulls players some a couple Raiders of players mm-hmm. down there right now. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm actually pretty sure that there's a former Sentinels uh, defensive line coach that uh, went to college at the Siskiyous. So, yeah. uh, no, that's cool, man. So so you started so you started out your kind of journey just carrying the rock and been kind of doing it ever since. You did track a little bit to kind of get up the speed, um, and then you stayed with track uh, kind of in your college career. Um, so now you are. So now you're with the Mountain Men. Tell us a little about this Mountain Men team, because to be perfectly honest, outside of a couple of games where you know we've we've played them and and can they played other teams in the league, probably don't know a ton about the Mountain Men. So tell us a little bit about the organization. Uh, I would say from the team that I've heard about last year compared to the team that we have this year, they're a lot more confident and a lot more hungry and ready for the season. Uh, I haven't. Like this is my first team really playing with like a random group of teammates that I've just kind of hopped on the team with, and they're I swear they're more eager than a lot of my actual teammates I've played in college. They're ready to hit anybody. They're just ready to get out on the field and just like show them what they're worth. Trying to get our name out there. And after this first game that we played against the Eagles, like after that dub, even some of them were just beyond happy to get that dub just that first game. And so I just love the team's energy and what they're about to bring. And so we'll definitely see. That's awesome. So you actually, uh, you're you're playing with a group of guys that are excited to play football because they love it, not so much because it's just a thing to do in college. And you like that better? Uh, I would say I would say with the college mentality, they have a lot of more like singular, more like I'm gonna blow myself up, get noticed myself more instead of being a team player with this team here. They're more about like 
not trying to just be the number one scorer. They're like, they'd get excited just to see somebody get lit up, just blocking for somebody. Like, they're all about each other, honestly. A big family. Oh, that's good to hear. I definitely, I can, I don't, I don't have anything to say about that because I never played football anywhere except for semi-pro. So I've, I've only ever known that life. Okay. Uh, Parker, so again, uh, you jump out, you jump off the film, man. So it just kind of, I mean, what you, I think the, in that game that you, you ended up kind of like accounting for a four or five of their, uh, of their, uh, of the, of the touchdowns. Um, I'm curious if there's yeah. anybody, I'm curious if there's anybody in the NFL that you like model your game after, or you admire as, uh, kind of how you try to try to play your game. I mean, easily. I, I mean, I've always been a big fan of the Seahawks. So I, I mean, I'd say Marshawn Lynch with the driving like mentality, and like that constant just like work hard. But also, I would say uh, Adrian Peterson and Alvin Kamara. Those are like my top three. Okay, so you're talking about beast mode. You're talking AP, and you're talking Alvin Kamara. Yes, sir. Okay, so if you had to say like who's your who your uh, who your style is like most right now, uh, you know, like what 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 individual pieces of all of their games are you trying to take? I didn't entirely heard the end of that question, oh, but okay, I was yeah, yeah. with my yeah. So in ter- in terms of kind of like all three of those players, what parts of their game are you trying to take and make your own? I would say just more of like the shiftiness, just more instead of like looking straight down a barrel during like a game and with the ball in my hand, I try and keep a wide like aspect and like wide mindset to like the whole game. I try and like open up the field to everything, and so like I would say more. I'm leaning towards like the Alvin Kamara mindset with that. Okay. Yeah, with him being very shifty and just open. Okay, so you don't know this, uh, but you're actually on the mic here, or you're on on the air with uh, uh, a a veteran of Pacific Northwest football, Trevor Die, um, and he plays on the opposite side of the ball from you. And uh, you you can't hear him, but over here he's been kind of just making faces and and talking that mess about uh, how he uh, oh, he turned his I, mic off. I he, that. He, I it. he turned his mic off and said, "Come see me in the B gap." And uh, so, oh, so, so 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 if he, so I, what I want to hear is here's give give me your best uh, you know cut one of those WWE style promos on Trevor right now like talk that trash to him real quick and said let's 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 see who's got, who's about All that I can life. Say is- all I can say is real quick, just meet me in that hole. You're either going to get me or you're not. There's no 50-50 with that. I like it. 100%. All right, Trevor, what do you think? What do you think, man? You like this guy's game so far? Oh, absolutely. I like it. I like his attitude. Uh, I like I like how he's approaching uh, semi-pro, transi- transitioning out of college. Um, I, I was the same way. I, I think it's a it's a great atmosphere and the, the way that guys just get hyped up um, over things you wouldn't see in college. It's a... That's what that's what I enjoy about the game, and I think you're seeing that. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we get a chance to to see each other this year. I'm pretty sure the yeah. mountain. Pen, I'm pretty sure that the mountain men are on the Raiders schedule. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not sure. Oh yeah. They're they're coming to us. So. Okay. All right. All right. So I mean, we okay. might we might get this matchup again. Ooh. We're gonna have that B gap matchup. Okay. All right. Oh, I love it. All right, Parker. Uh, for those that want to see you on film, because we know that your game is on YouTube, what number do you run? Uh, sorry, I did not hear what you said. What uh, what number is your jersey? What number is my favorite? No, no. What what jersey number are you wearing? Oh, I'm number two. Okay, you're number two. Number two. Okay. All right. Okay. Perfect. Uh, 
All right, brother. Hey, hey man, we appreciate your time, and, and uh, we look forward to seeing this matchup. Trevor keeps making all these faces. He's, he's, he's literally <laughs> over here right now. Like, just, this, is how, this is how shook you got Trevor right now. He is literally <laughs> over here scouting you. Like, I'm watching him, like, run this tape back. He is grinding this tape right now, Cuddy. This is a competitor in me. That's right. <laughs> like he said, oh, there's some dude who, who's about it. All right, let me come see this. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, appreciate you. And uh, let's, let's, uh, let's get you back on sooner than later, all right? Of course. Thank you very much for having me. All, all right, right, man. Thanks, take man. care of yourself. Have a good one. All right. Of course. Ooh, all right, all right Trevor. You hear that? Interview. Put me on the spot. Yeah, man. He about <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. Parker about that life. We'll see. <laughs> he said, we'll see. Okay. All right. All right. You know all right. I, I don't know any bad players that came from College of the Siskiyous in this league. Yeah, right. I mean, they all tend players. to have a, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's quite a few. It, it, I mean, there's a lot of them that come back every year. Or there's a lot of them that go there from here. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, uh, what was it? One of, one of our corners from the yep. Pitbulls. Boogie. Squad. Boogie. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Boogie. He's yep. in Siskiyou's right now, and so uh, is Boogie uh, Watkins. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin, uh, Kevin Johnson. Kevin Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. yeah. Who? Uh, uh, Who? Receiver for the, <laughs> receiver from the Buzzards. Oh, receiver. Okay. All right. Posey's from there. Uh, Castro will go there. Cast yeah. yeah. Castro went there. It doesn't matter what your name is. All right. Well, uh, let's go on uh, to our next topic, which is one of our favorite subjects. Oh, that's so, so semi-pro. Semi <laughs> so, 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 Trevor, you might—I don't know if how many episodes of the pod you've listened to or anything like that—but uh, uh, when uh, when Pat's not trashing the Raiders, we try to make sure that uh, <laughs> we try to talk a little. We. We suck. Great story. Compelling oh and rich. We want to talk a little bit about kind of like things that are unique to the semi-pro experience. Uh, and there, for anybody who's been around football long enough, uh, you know that like when you start playing or around the, the semi-pro kind of like environment, there are just certain things that you don't see other places or other iterations of football. And so, so this is, that's why we kind of, this is a unique thing to semi-pro. So yeah. that's so semi-pro. All right. So I'm going to start it off with uh, stand-up defensive linemen. <laughs> oh. Stand-up defensive linemen or stand-up defensive end? I'm going to go with both because <laughs> coming up here, oh coming God. up here in the film oh that I watched today, no. there's some stand-up D tackles that I saw. Oh in a stand-up D tackle. Stand-up D tackles. You All right. Pass first so it started off as stand-up defensive ends. And if your name is not Jerron Jones, you probably should be in a three-point stance. Like True. It's, it's so true. Like Jerron is – like we played – I played for – Oscar's pretty good. But Jerron's that next level guy. I, so, so what I think is, like, if your scheme is 4-3, your DNs should be, you know, three-point stance, four-point stance, whatever. If your scheme is a 3-4, then based on the athleticism of your rushing linebacker, you can stand up. Like, there's obviously people that make their money as a stand-up right. rusher. And I've never seen anybody who does it as good as Jerron Jones, but I see a lot of people that just they're just tired, and so they think that a three-point stance will help them not be tired. Three-point or two-point? Two-point. 
two point stands. Two, sorry, yeah, yeah, sta- yeah, yeah. They're stand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 when they're stand standing up. up, it's just you know they look tired. So why not just take yourself out of the game, get a little rotation going? Because all I see from that is you are too high for the lineman. He's just going to pop you right in the chest, yeah. and you are out of position immediately. So that's one of the bigger things that I've noticed uh, kind of watching that a lot of the NFL film. What, depending on scheme, some of these and, – and this goes from, you know, Division two. Yeah, shit, fuck this place. This goes from, you know, Division two to uh, Division one to NFL – Depending on scheme, uh, a lot of defenses will have like the they'll have a, a interior defensive lineman standing up, and ninety percent of the time that guy ends up getting washed out almost oh, yeah. immediately. And if you go back and you watch the Nighthawks film when they played the Sabers, they tried that same thing. They I believe both of their interior linemen in the fourth quarter, both of them were standing up a lot, and immediately right off the bat they're just pushed downfield like five yeah. yards in my so head that's laziness yeah it, mm-hmm. and and it's a lot of it is pride you know these, these guys they don't want to take themselves out because they want to stay in the game and they want to try to make plays but at some point you got to come out of the game because you're just going to cost your team well listen here here's a real quick quick tip from me as a defensive end if just you're, the tip if, yeah just the tip of it uh if you're tired and you're a defensive end, it is way less energy to just put your knee down and be on your knees and get ready for the three-point stance. It is to stand there. And it's way less energy to get up out of that than it is to just get pushed back and just beat. Yeah. It's it's just – I mean, I just sat down there, and then as soon as they started the cadence, then I would get into my stance. Right. And it's it doesn't it doesn't take that much energy. Well, fundamentally, yeah, I mean, especially standing up in the interior, you're fundamentally kind of like – committing yourself to being a sled dummy right yeah. like you are just i mean it's it's you are exposing your chest you're way too high you have no leverage and i'm sorry if you're like having been around semi-pro as long as i have the majority of uh interior linemen in semi-pro um we're not dealing with aaron donald and vita vea here you know what i'm saying <laughs> like right no. you know we're, we're kind of more like tony ziragusa whoever but like is. but like <laughs> <laughs> tony ziragusa after he retired, you know, like so that kind of body. big and round is what you're saying. I, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not going to specify a specific type, but like, my guess is that you're you, when you go when you go to purchase uh, clothing, you're not buying mediums. Now, and there right. are some guys that can really do the stand. Like, there's some guys in the interior that can do stand up really well. There, trust me, it's very rare to find, but there are some guys that really know how to utilize their leverage. I mean, I've seen uh, guys like Darrell Casey. Right. You know, well, you're you're talking, but that's NFL. Yeah, that's I'm talking. Well, and no, right, and the hard part, right. and, the, and so, but that's the fundamental problem about it too, is that it like you have everybody lost. who is is ex- assuming that they are the exception right. rather than the right. rule. Like, well, I saw you know uh, Von Miller do it, so I'm just like right. Von Miller. No, you're not. You're not Von. No, Miller. you are not. No. No. Khalil, when, Khalil Mack <laughs> does this. Well, that's because he's Khalil Mack. What they yeah. don't know. It's it's very scheme based. If you're in a three four and you're stand up rush on the edge, there are going to be times where you drop into coverage. So right. that's kind of that benefit is is your eye like you can sell that rush, but there are going to be times where you drop back into coverage. So mm-hmm. dropping it back into coverage out of a three point stance doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Exactly. That's right? that's why I say it's more of a three it, four it's, thing. It's very scheme dependent. 
Right. You don't. You never. One thing that you almost never see, especially in the NFL, is a four-three where their DNs are not in a three-point stance. You don't see it. No. You you don't. And the reason is because Uh you you need that get off. You need that leverage. And so I I don't know why people think if if the NFL doesn't do it, why would it be okay for you? I don't understand. Trevor, you've you've played around a, a higher level of, I mean, kind of talent. I mean, just mm-hmm. you know, not not to say anything negative about semi pro as a whole, but like you've been you've seen higher levels. I mean, what what's been your experience of kind of what the expectation for pass rushers are or for uh, you know defensive linemen and their technique? That's a hard question to answer because I was not a defensive player in mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. You what? Oh, surprise! What, what did yeah, he didn't uh, start he defense didn't, until semi pro. That's uh, somebody hit him with that surprise motherfucker drop. <laughs> surprise. Um, I mean, I think you guys have kind of already hit the nail on the head. It, it comes down to scheme. Um, it also depends on the player that you know you're working with. Uh, some guys can do it if they're you know that type of athlete at the college level. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, other than that, I'm not gonna pretend to be an expert and, and comment on it. So, um, but. Yeah, in case you didn't know, I was a wide receiver all through college. Yeah. So you were outside or were you slot guy? Uh, both. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was versatile. Tra- transition okay. to, transition to defense and semi-pro. Yeah, there you, you go. Didn't, you didn't see that in the scrimmage? Oh. Hey, I, I was trying to scheme up how to go away you not? Trevor, okay. Trevor got that Richard Sherman trajectory. I was to go away from you. I, I, well, oh, no. I, I mean, on offense, I mean, I kind of did what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was fun. You're, it was a good time. You're an athlete. You're an athlete. Like, Dude, he cannot <laughs> stop hating on Raiders. I'm so sorry. I know. Like, yeah, I, I know. Like, Trevor, like, we invited you here, Trevor, like, out of I, respect. <laughs> and just please don't don't allow don't, Pat's don't treatment say, of you. Don't, don't take what he says as, right. as what we like, mean. Right. We <laughs> no, no. I, I can't because Patrick has avoided me the last two times I've played against him. So I, I take I take that as, a, as the sign of respect. So yeah, if exactly. he ever says anything <laughs> negative. I respect your game. I respect it a lot. Let's talk a little bit more, Trevor. One of my favorite plays that I remember when we were on the pit bulls together mm-hmm. is the time that you should have had a touchdown on a field goal return against oh. the storm. Oh. You ran the like I remember watching the film and it's like everybody's running at a speed and then it looks like you put like fast forward on when Trevor caught the ball and he just books it past everybody and the referee called him out of bounds and there was nobody near him. That. This had like the fifty yard line or something. It's the most ridiculous call I've ever seen. That that was rough. Yeah, I remember um, they were attempting a pretty decent like field goal. Yeah, it was and like forty plus yards. I didn't even register that I could go back there and try to return it. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, everyone from the sidelines like, hey, Trevor, go back and return it. Go back and return it. I'm like, okay, sure. So I go back and I see the snap. I'm like, all right, so it's gonna drop in. I'll just treat it like kick return. The thing comes at me on a on a line drive, and I run straight at. Uh, everyone coming at me. Then I break towards their sideline, and I had some good blocks. And um, yeah, I, I remember that play. I, I was moving pretty good. And yeah, I, you were I, you were moving, moving. What and did, what did you run? You did a CFL combine, right? Mm-hmm. What did you run? Forty. A good time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think so, I mentioned it on okay, the podcast. Yeah, he, uh, so <laughs> he, he did a CFL combine and ran XFL speed. No, I, don't know <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, for, for a strong safety, he definitely would be the leader of the group in the, in the 40 times. So if you want to say that, what 
No, I'm not Isaiah Simmons. No, no, no. no he's so faster. So the you better calm down, Cuddy. He had that John Ross speed. The the whole the whole <laughs> the whole forty thing, that really fast time that I said I ran, I had similar time ran the second time I ran it. That was down at this showcase that was put on. I didn't know how much validity was put into it. Um, I have a recording of the run. It was a good run. Um, when I went and did like legit. CFL tryouts. That's when I had you know multiple of their timers that you know were professional timers that yeah. that were running, and cool. that was like I was consistently in like the higher four four range. Oh, so okay, um, that's still fast. That's, I was. What were you, What did you weigh at that time? Uh, I was. I my measurements. I was. I was six two two twenty. Damn. That's so fast. So, so like you're that's saying fast. like in the open that's field, and like in the open field, you could almost keep up with me. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay. And you're okay. just some washed up old lineman. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, I was that that time period. Um, yeah, I was I was training up here in Vancouver over at New Athlete. I was tra- training. Shout out New Athlete. Oh yeah, exactly. yeah we've had a couple yeah. guys go through there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the place is legit. Uh, Ryan knows his stuff. I was I was there for about six months. I was training six plus hours a day. That, mm, that, wow. that, yeah, that place it it changed how I ran. It yeah, it got me right. I was. Athlete, I was told by the GM of the BC Lions, like you can play for me. We just don't have a spot for another American right now. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, they they can only take I think it's like twenty two Americans on the roster. Oh, and the rest oh, wow. have to be Canadian. Yeah. Huh? The rest had to be Canadian yeah. or just not U.S. Yeah, and mm. they they went with a guy who had you know recently been dropped from an NFL team. So okay. I mean that yeah. that was what I was going. So against, like so. this October are you going to give like Jim Zorn a call and kind of like, you know, let me talk to you about these dragons? Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to work for Vince McMahon? Mm, I have zero aspirations of playing <laughs> professional football anymore. Hey man, it's oh, that's, I, it's good that you chase that. You know, I, it's it's very awesome that you got to go chase the olive garden and 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 you're one of the best yeah, thank you. For thank sure. You. Thank For you. sure. It, it was it was cool to, you know, go through all that and just say that I tried. Yeah. Rather absolutely. rather yeah. than be told all the time like, "Oh, you should go you do this." Have, you, yeah. You cuz there's a, there's a lot of guys that get told that in this right. league that It's surprisingly tough to get to the CFL. Yeah. Well, and a lot of guys that I like I, I know several guys that have tried to go up to the CFL and I I know one guy who played in the XFL this last season that was on a CFL It's Great story, compelling not, and rich. Just could not sneak in to that CFL. They played well in the XFL, so it's it's weird to me that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because those CFL teams they have such a large pool um, from guys that aren't on NFL rosters or they get dropped. Um, that those are the guys they're going to go with first, you yeah. know. And yeah. uh, I see a lot of chatter. Um, about guys that oh like you need to go to the CFL or you need to go do this and you see them on the forums and all that like the guys who are top in semi pro when it, in reality like those guys don't understand that the CFL it's professional football like yeah, those right, are right. those are all NFL yeah. like guys that didn't make it you can't be some weekend right. beer league guy and expect to like get burned absolutely not you you right. can't you can't be an all star in this league and go up and make a single mistake in training camp or you are cut. Right. Right. And you could even have a perfect training camp and you will be cut because there is an NFL guy that just got released that right. they were going to bring in. Right. So it's, it's wild 
guys that don't make it onto the official team, those are some of the best football players you'll right. ever see in your entire life. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's mm-hmm. been evident. Like, uh, what was the XFL? Their number one quarterback was what PJ Walker, mm-hmm. and yeah. he was, was it the, him or Tamu Jordan? Or was it Jordan oh, it was Tamu? It was PJ Walker, really? I think. But yeah, all right, all right, either yeah, way, fair enough, fair enough. he was what the third. But he was the third string for the Colts before yeah. he got demoted to the XFL. So, yeah. I mean, and that's and then so third string on on a on a NFL team is the number one guy in XFL. That's oh, yeah. in, so in the entire league, right? In the entire league. and so you you got the you know it's 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 a significant drop off from league to league to league mm-hmm. and then when you're talking about from professional to semi professional the drop off is quite a bit more drastic uh, yes well i mean i mean you've heard i mean you've heard me say this a bunch is that too many people emphasize the semi and not enough the pro right mm-hmm. yeah so all right so what do we want to talk about do we want to talk about butt hurt or do we want to talk about hmm. uh film well, let's talk about the film Let's talk about the we're film. We're gonna end on the butt hurt. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we're gonna end it on the butt hurt. All right, end on people being butt hurt. So, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, some extra film came out about uh, earlier this week, um, and courtesy of the ICFL. So, thank, uh, appreciate them. You can follow yep. them on on YouTube. They got their little channel there. Yeah, they're, they're like they're they're still on dial up out there. So <laughs> it took a little while to upload that film. <laughs> I love the idea of like some ICFL coach like you got mail. Yeah, there's so I guess still the AOL like searching like things email. with Jeeves, <laughs> like like Lyco search. Everything. Get the, off the phone! I'm trying to upload this, <laughs> this right. content. Web. All right, uh, the ICFL website is hosted by Angel Fire. There we go. There you go. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, we got the actual we got the Bills film against uh, who did they play? Uh, the Bills ended up playing the Savage. The Bills played the Savage, and then yeah. we got the Outlaws. Versus the team that punched a coach. Oh, oh yeah. So you know, watching the Bills, uh, I I broke down. I just kind of broke down, kind of just general offensive stats. I didn't get a chance to do defense. I didn't really do defense for either either team here. But um, so you have uh, essentially you've got you got a team that went 107 yards uh, total with, but they went. Uh, what am I what am I notes here? I've got. They went 19. They had 19 passes attempted, and they completed eight. Um, and I, and I, <laughs> I love to do these uh, kind of like just kind of get everybody kind of their their NFL passer rating. Uh, they got a 78.18, which isn't terrible, but they didn't. It didn't turn into. Any, <laughs> it didn't turn into any points, uh, which which was a little disappointing because I thought that. Um, I would have thought that this Bills team was going to be a little bit more. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, they did get they get they did score one touchdown on a, on a pretty on a pretty big bomb. Yeah, they did. It was bomb, it was a, right. it was a big bomb play. Yeah, I, I saw the film. I actually uh, thought they did better than the score showed uh, for both teams. I th- I mean they were they were both marching up and down the field. I think a little bit, and then they just had a hard time finishing. From what I saw, so I know so the numbers don't say that. But I just I well, just, no, I, from you film know, in general. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's kind of why we we don't just always go with the eye test. So right. passes completed went for seven, eighteen, five, fifty-eight, three, nine, three, and seven. So I mean, th- th- I mean, okay. to me that's a that's <laughs> to me that's a sca- that's a system that lacks sophistication and and on one play decided to go yell five hundred and then yeah. chuck the ball down well, the field. I I do remember that play and. Uh, the thing is, is the corners on the other team were getting beat consistently. It was just a matter of, is this long pass going to make it to my guy? 
So I think it's a consistency in the arm issue possibly for the for the QB of the Bills. Yeah, I mean, he's not a former he so he's a former buzzer, but he's not a former buzzer quarterback. Yeah. Oh, he is. Is yeah. that the Jordan? Jordan yeah, Jordan, tall, tall yeah. light yeah, skin dude. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing that stood out to me is the amount of plays that the Bills team ran on offense. Uh, for a semi-protein, yeah. for a semi-protein, they ran forty-seven offensive plays, which That's means I think crazy. they're st- I think they're still trying to do that kind of like that warp speed, uh, kind of hurry up thing. It is to my eye as a defensive as a, as a defensive guy when I watched that, like it seemed like there was a lot going on, but it didn't it didn't necessarily translate to a lot of efficiency on their offense. Like you know, if you're gonna run the if you're gonna run that kind of hurry up warp speed Chip Kelly, you know, circa like. 2010 to 2014 type of offense that's fine like you know i mean it's got its place but it has to it has to be it has to be efficient and has to add up to stuff otherwise you're just burning through plays right but i i see i i think i I know why they're doing that is because i've said it before on the podcast but i they're they're lined now i've seen now that i've seen the film it's definitely grown in size from the previous year it's still a little undersized so maybe that's why they're doing this hurry up get the big guys tired, the small guys have a little bit more wind, it gives them a little bit better blocking chance against them. Sure, but but at the same time, I mean, you know, when you, when you run the hurry up and you go, you know, I mean, you risk, you know, like these short drives and go three and out and all this, that, and the other because you've gone so fast, if if you're not efficient, if you're not scoring, if you're not getting those big explosives, yep. you, you're absolutely burning out your own defense. For sure. Yeah, d- yeah, getting those three and outs and getting your defense back on the field in a hurry doesn't help them at right. all. Uh, one thing I have written down here is uh, their run game. I thought was a positive. I think their run game was quite a bit better than their passing game. Yeah, I agree. Um, they their 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 uh, uh, offensive linemen had some pretty good so run blocking. They just they just had a hard time holding the pocket. Take from a what guess. I can see. Guess the number of runs that this team ran. As far out of, out of the total plays of yeah, 47? Total, yeah, total plays out of forty seven. I'm gonna guess uh, twenty two. You're really close. Twenty five. Yeah. So I I know they pa- it looked like they passed the ball more, but I I don't know are they are they trying to be fifty fifty are they trying to be a passing team are they trying to be a running team because it looks like their linemen run block much better than they pass I mean block. you know I mean twenty I mean twenty five runs twenty five rushes to nineteen passes that's I mean, that's relatively balanced I think I mean I think yeah. they're definitely trying to be run first. Right. Assu- yeah. Assuming you run on first and second, or at least on first down, to set up play action, which I did see them do quite a bit. Yeah. 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 Um, that's then I would I would understand why those numbers show the run higher. Sure. For sure. Uh, getting getting to those third downs. If it's a short, you might as well run it. If it's a long, you have to pass, and it's understandable. I think that I, I think that I saw in this team uh, in at least with this game and maybe a couple other ones too. It seems like this league or, or offensive play calling in the PNFL is moving a lot more toward using all four downs. Like yes. it's, it seems to me like there's a lot less in the last couple of years, a lot less emphasis on the punt um, and a lot more willingness to kind of go, well, yeah, I, we're across the 50. Eh, I let's wonder, roll the dice. Well, I wonder if that's a, an issue of uh, special teams, like how good your special teams is. Uh, if, if your special teams isn't dialed in and your offense is, and you're like you said on the on the positive side of the field. Why not? Sure. You know, if if you believe in your defense to stop the other team, then you shouldn't have to worry about them just marching down the field, if, whether it's half the field or three quarters or full field. You know, it for us the, in the Sentinels, I know the punt was huge. Sure. Because we know our deep. Well, 
Well, for the for <laughs> the Sentinels, right. our defense has always been key, and so our defense would stop them where our offense could capitalize. We so I mean when I was when I was still when I was head when I was head coach of the Sentinels and even 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 when I was just defensive coordinator, to me, I I conceptualize the punt as an offensive weapon. Like if you think if you on, honestly if you think about like something that's going to get you the most yards, uh, y- you know, in one play, right? The, if done well, the punt is going to flip the field, and so you have the opportunity to really kind of set yourself up, especially when we had consistently strong defensive performances. Right. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, we stalled out. Whatever. Punt. All right. Now we're further down the field than we were anyway, and we we're, stopped you. You know, and on that's your what I'm side saying. It's like so we punt, and let's say we gain fifty yards on it. But our off- our offense gained twenty and then stalled out, and then our punt gains fifty and then our defense holds them to ten, so that's basically a forty yard net gain on a punt for mm-hmm. offensive yards, if you think about it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other game that uh, we recently got filmed for was the Outlaws, and I think they played the. I'm not sure who this was. Was it? Yeah, the, the, the Aztecs. No, th- no, that was the that was the Timberwolves. I can't. Was remember. this the Trojans that the Outlaws played? The, the Trojans, Trojans? Out yes, tra- the that Trojans was the Valley Treasure Trojans. Valley Trojans. Okay, so their quarterback, uh, I was. So this has been the best uh, of of these games that we've scouted or kind of watched. This has been the best uh, right. offensive performance by a uh, by a quarterback. Even the whole game, I think, like if you watch two games back to back, this whole game looked like it was at a faster pace. Yeah, much faster. Yeah, like yeah. everybody was running faster. Yep. Things were happening faster. Things were clicking. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. It of looked crispness. like everybody was yeah. on on the next level. Uh, quarterback. No, this was, I didn't this watch was that the, actually. No, I didn't this watch was the yeah. This was the full it was game, nice to get the full game. So, uh, this game went uh, quarterback went six for nine for 150 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Had an NFL, yeah, had an NFL passer rating of one hundred nine seventy two. That means uh, that means that their run game did pretty good then. Uh, run game was nice. I mean, uh, they didn't. I mean, honestly, for they actually didn't run a lot of plays, and I think that's actually kind of typical for the Outlaws. I don't think they well, run a lot of plays. You said six for nine passing. So they yeah, he went nine six passing. Yeah, six plays? for nine. Yeah, six for nine. Yep. Nine attempts. Passing. Nine attempts. Yeah, and uh, rushing they uh, they put they went uh, fifteen. Wow. So I mean they were really I mean they were really efficient in their drives. Yeah. Well, one thing I have written down and maybe a big reason they scored a lot of their points, you know, cause given that they didn't have that many offensive plays, I wrote down defense. That was a good defense. Yeah, they they that is one of the like one of the things that really stands out about that defense to me is they're fast. They're very fast. They're fast to the ball, they rally well. Um and that front four, uh I don't know a lot of names off that team. Right. Um but that for, that front four um I, I don't think that they were quite to this level, but they remind me of kind of some of those, um, uh, man, some of those kind of buzzard teams from the from the old PFL days when they had that front four that was just and I um, man, there was a bunch I can never remember names. I'm terrible with names. Well, I I what I saw was they had uh, they didn't have like giant dudes no. in the middle. They had some smaller guys, it was fa- it was and speed. it was more yeah, it was, it was definitely a speed yeah. thing. But I also have written down here that they that was where I saw the stand up D tackles, oh, the stand up D ends. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So maybe they need to they need to work on a rotation on their line to get some to get some fresh bodies in because sure. even if even if your first four guys are killing it, a fresh guy on their second string is better than a fifty percent guy Absolutely. on your first yeah, line. So absolutely. 
that's that's why I, I wrote down as a negative for them. So that's one thing I saw. Toward, it was more towards the end of the game. It wasn't in the first half necessarily. Yeah, you know, one thing that I think that stood out about this Outlaws team too, and I think this was true about them last year, is they're really good at creating explosive plays. An explosive play being like 25 yards or more. Yeah. Right? So uh, of their three touchdowns, two of them were, were for – uh, better than 25 yards. One of them went 40 yards, the other went 53, um, and then they had one red zone. Yeah. Well, they have a different QB from last year, so that's yeah. big. Did um, didn't he play QB for them, though, last year? No, the, the QB last – no, it's a totally different person. So the, the guy that played QB for them last year I think is playing exclusively middle linebacker this year. Oh. He played both last year. Um, but they have a new QB, and he's doing great. He's slinging. He's, he's slinging. Dealing, he's man. doing really good. And uh, even I think their offense in general, like the play calling has gone up. You notice a lot of formation shifts. Yeah, a they lot, did a lot of motion. A lot that was of nice. Motion. Well, there's not just motions, but shifts because you see a lot of two people moving. Yeah, it was like, you'd have like two guys trade. And, so yeah, you, you go from a trips on one side to a trips on the other mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. see what the defense does. And if, you know, if they don't do it's anything. a favorable look. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're going to take care of it. And so uh, that's, that's a big upgrade from last year, I think. Yeah. I th- it looked like to me that they shifted more to a pistol look too than they were because last year I think they were a little bit more in the gun or they were like they were consistently in the gun or under center. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're incorporating the pistol a little bit more. Yeah, to I kinda saw maybe take the take advantage yeah. of kind of both worlds. I saw a lot more gun. I saw a lot of trips. Um, that's that's the looks I saw on offense. It, yeah. But like you said, there's not not a whole lot of offensive plays on I, that. I really film. love yeah. Well, and I really love that these guys use twenty personnel. Like you don't see that very often anymore in the in in the, you know in the age of the spread yeah like you very rarely see someone committed to we're going to go two receivers one side one on the other you know one mm-hmm. on the opposite and then we're still going to consistently use a fullback and i think that they uh i think that they use the fullback very well in that yeah. pistol look I, I i do uh i did write down as a negative i think their run blocking could improve though even with the fullback mm-hmm. um a lot of their runs nothing really broke past that front line Mm. And I know this is a big issue in semi-pro in general sure. is people know their blocking assignment, right? So you block your first guy and then your next assignment is to go to the second level, your linebackers and stuff. Sure. But some people hit the first guy, don't necessarily block him out of the play. Right. And then they go to the next level thinking that they got their first guy. Right. Yeah. And then you got to, yeah. Like so they don't finish. Like I, yeah, they, <laughs> it's one thing, one thing that I see when people get to the next level in semi-pro as far as blocking is they don't block that first level enough. Mm-hmm. And I've always said like first level first. Mm-hmm. And then if that guy is out of the play, then you get to the second level. But I see, I see a lot of guys that are like chip blocking well, right. and then running up to the next level and the running back is running into like well, two, that's three a, that, dudes. And that's frustrating as a, I mean, as, as a, as a guy who has one, has one game as an offensive play caller <laughs> to his credit. Uh, <laughs> like if you can, if yeah, if you can get a good first level block, you're like probably headed to at least a good three yard gain. Right. Well, you gotta if you gotta at least give your running back or whoever's running the ball, fullback, running back, quarterback. You gotta give them at least the first line. Yeah. Right. Right. Let them take their chances with the linebackers. Right. Because if you let them take the chances against defensive linemen, it's a wrap. Yeah. If you make, I mean. They're more evadable, maybe, a defensive yeah. line. But if you're running out the middle, there's no evading. Right. There's just running into people. So that's one thing that I showed. Um, but that's pretty much it that I got for the Outlaws film. They, I thought 
I think the Outlaws might have climbed my rankings a little bit. Oh after yeah, seeing that film. yeah. After seeing that film, I would they, definitely they say they look that quite a bit better yeah. than last year. I think I think that I've been pretty favorable this year toward the Outlaws, and I, and I think that all they've done is kind of um, cement my faith in them. Actually, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we started talking about the Outlaws as like a as a as like a kind of a dark horse contender. Right. No, yeah. I, that's uh, that's why that's that's why I grind at the. I was running that trojans film today yeah man because i was looking at like okay the trojans lost a couple people let's see how the rest of their team is right and then let's see like now i see the new outlaws film so i'm trying to compare the two because i know i have the trojans above the outlaws in my rankings but i'm starting to think that maybe the outlaws can start breaking in that like top five barrier possibly there you go so uh, i thought the i thought the film looked great yeah looked good so okay kenny you want to get ready to uh you're gonna wanna start kind of getting ready to put this thing to bed. Yeah. All right. I don't know why Pat wanted to end it this way, baby, because he hates the Raiders. Because <laughs> oh our our butt hurt of the week, butt hurt of the week, Raider oh, players. Actually, hold on, hold on. Huh? I actually have something for you. Oh, you did. I, I spent some time kind of in the lab and and I put something together for you. So this is Kenny's awesome. butt hurt of the week. <laughs> that's good that's perfect <laughs> that's good so uh pat decided to put this last uh, <laughs> oh. i i said oh we should have put it God. much that's further right. for all right. right so anyway so raiders players are earned the butt hurt of the week <laughs> because uh because of the preseason rankings not having them in the top two uh, talking about how other teams might beat them uh, just in general stuff like that. This I I don't know why Pat put this last, but anyway, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> because we we're gonna about I know. Games first. <laughs> so and then uh, you know and then you know Pat and and Jerron had their little their little <laughs> Facebook beef, and he you know he must think Jerron's a scrub. I don't know why he thinks that. No, no. So no, no, no. I don't know. I the butt hurt of the week for us is the Raiders. We try to be as equal as possible on this podcast. It's hard when the liquor's flowing. <laughs> it's, it's definitely hard when the liquor's flowing. But uh, the Raiders are, are beefing with us a little bit because uh, – <laughs> 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 Trevor, Trevor over here. <laughs> yeah, right, like, take a if, 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 there, like, if a human being could turn into a meme, <laughs> Trevor just turned into Kermit the Frog sipping tea, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, he just like was – I did take so, a sip of whiskey. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. It, and and the reason we put it up there is like we try like I have nothing but respect for the Raiders organization. They're brand new into this league and they're in the top four. Like it's it, it, the, the only, they're the highest team that's brand new to the league. And the, the buzz are first because the buzz are always first. Right. They were the first in the last two to three seasons. It's the Rick Flair principle, man. Right. And then, and then the swarm. The reason we got them so high with the Raiders is, is they have it's it's the number two and the number three team damn near the full teams combined to right. make a team. Right. Plus some outside influence. Like, it's 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 a lot of uh, just a lot of talent in the PNFL right now. And I know the Raiders used to say this is a JV league, and that's why they stayed out of it. But I I can say with certainty that last year was, in my opinion, the year that the PNFL broke above the JV League. Yeah, I agree. Because we finally got some talent 
in more than just the top two teams. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the top four teams, all super talented. Even the teams knocking on that door, super talented. Right. But uh, I don't know. Raiders still think that they're ranked too low. Let's say you, Trevor. Yeah. Let's let's have you speak for all of the entire Raiders organization. Yeah. I will speak for myself on this, but I think I'll. The following comments do not necessarily reflect the Raiders organization. Yes. So, I would agree with that statement that I think that the PNFL has moved up from. JV league status, whoever said that, um, where I think that idea kind of came from, at least from on my end, I remember, um, I think it was the spring 2017 season where we lined up a game against, um, the, was it the Lane County Kings? Yeah. The Kings. Was it? Yeah. And they added, uh, a few select names from the mafia. They added Alex Barr, Marco Zamora, um, I think I remember Blake. being at that game, yeah. and I think they added. Didn't they, they, they borrowed? Uh, they borrowed Mike North, and they oh, borrowed they a couple. Borrowed yeah, they borrowed a couple of guys from yeah. the Sentinels so too. So it's basically think. So, like uh, almost, yeah. almost, a, almost a PNFL All Star team. Yeah, a little yes. bit. A little yeah, bit. So, yeah, 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 so they they put. That, I wasn't on that team. They put that team together to play us, um, which you know I, I'm all, I'm all for it. Like let's play as good a team as possible, and um, you know we proceeded to beat the brakes off them <laughs> by, yeah. by uh, no I, we, we beat them by 50 points yeah um, was it was it let's say a 50 to zero that might have been a 49 zero so not all right quite so a, throw in the towel is what you're saying yeah well wh- throw in the towel whatever it might have been e- either way um which i think that's what kind of happens if you put together you know an all-star all-star does, team and yeah. they were trying to throw in everyone else that were from the other teams like oh you were the best player on your team get in and play and right that that is tough right but uh, i see what you're saying and i didn't know that game happened maybe that's why i wasn't on it so i remember, <laughs> I remember it happening but like i didn't realize that it was against the raiders it wasn't against the raiders this is when i was on the pit bulls oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, you know what? I do remember. I remember seeing that scrimmage film. It was uh, Pitbulls versus Mafia. I didn't realize that that was. Yeah. On like, oh no, it's King. Sorry. Yeah. It was, it was so the King. no, I, was, I saw the Pitbulls Mafia thing. Yeah. yeah no, right, I remember. Right. I was. Yeah. yeah. Th- this was an actual game during our season that we, we played the Kings, and at the time it was I think it was the Mafia and the Kings that were the two. Yeah. So the yeah, yeah that that, that well, year. Well, okay. So the <laughs> I don't the <laughs> Sentinels should have beat the Kings that year. In the playoffs. <laughs> I, I mean, there's no, there's a lot a of story. oh. So first of all, first of all, someone in this room, I'm not gonna name any names, had a pick six. It, I I don't know what it was like sixty yards, or something like that. Yeah. So it was a 60-yard pick six. Didn't count because of a block in the back. They didn't release the film, so we'll never yep. know. Uh, and then another player who will also re- remain anonymous, who may or may not be on your team, uh, <laughs> was tripping on acid during the game. But uh, that's that's not a that's not it, a knock on the Kings. That's a that's knock not on. a knock on the Kings. It, it was a it was an internal issue that uh, ended up. But there was there being was a blown coverage, and then and then uh, there so, was a touchdown score. So there that was won the a game. score that. That should have been had by the Sentinels that got called back, and there's 
There's a, yeah. <laughs> he just guessed it. He took a shot in the dark and, and fucking hit it. All right. So, and then there's also a play where I punted the ball and the ball bounced out of bounds, but people were coming off the sideline and were actually oh, in the field of yes, play. Yes, I remember that. It bounced that. off of them and stayed in the field of play, and the refs didn't catch it. And one of their players picked it up and ran for a touchdown. Yeah. So but there's we still a, there was a two touchdown swing. From the refs, we in still that game. should have won the game on my pick six. Right, we still, we still should have won it. it was, oh, so it was yours. It was, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it was, it it, was I, dude. It was all luck. Yeah, the, I was the, so tired. The rest did a two two score swing on us, and we still only lost by one. Yeah, and so that's. But anyways, we like not, not that I'm trying to say that the Raiders are less of a team because they played less of a team, which I am. Sounds like you guys are might be on the. <laughs> Butthurt of the week. Oh. This is this is butthurt the last three you years. You guys still talk yeah. about it's <laughs> three years. Every day. I forgot that about lost. it, and then Pat brought it back up. Well, because it came back up in my memory. Why would post. that be a memory for the you in your Facebook? Post, the game post came up in my Facebook memory. Oh, oh man. Pat. <laughs> Pretty sure I Pat. Oh, man. All right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that really answered your but hurt of the week <laughs> question. No, no. But so I, I think no. At the, at, I, were that, I, yeah. I right there with you. We both we both agreed that up until this last year, mm-hmm. the PNFL. I mean, the up until this last year is a five team league. So how mm-hmm. can you call it anything but a JV league? Right. Like your top two teams. Which is fair. Yeah, it's it's definitely it fair. But this last year, and it it's you know what was it? Ten teams. Ten teams. Yeah. Top four pretty high talent teams still got some players calling it a JV league because they only saw what happened before. Right. So that's why I bring it up. A lot of people butt hurt on the Raiders and I get it because when you're, when you're not number one and you think you should be, I get it. They, de- they do deserve respect. Though. Absolutely. I'm not saying they, they don't deserve respect. Like, don't get, don't get and it would be nice if you gave them some you Pat. <laughs> I, I look, I'm not <laughs> saying it. <laughs> 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 that's right. That's right. But the games like, still need to be played. Exactly right. That, that's exactly I mean, right. That's exactly but right. I've I've watched your guys' film from the last. You know, we had our our little practice, and and that was a lot of fun. And you guys are by far one of the most talented teams. I mean, I I I go to Hudson's Bay with Noke probably four times a week. That dude is a problem. He's a freaking yeah. problem. That guy's an <laughs> yeah. athlete. Yeah. So is uh, Wyoming. But you, you know, you guys are you guys definitely <laughs> deserve respect. You're yeah. you're easily one of the more talented teams in this league, even coming from a different league. With all the veterans that you have and with the new names that you've added, you guys are are very much a threat to to win it all. And yes. I mean we were all looking forward to the week one matchup. Oh absolutely, oh, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely I was looking forward to the week five matchup. Yeah. You know, so it, it's it's like <laughs> wasn't gonna make that game. I know. Oh, and I wasn't gonna make that game either. I know. But so now that it's pushed yeah. out, uh, hopefully, it, f- hey. f- fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that those are those are two games that, and I think you guys play the Sabers. Uh, yeah, we we would have played the Sabers. So the only the only two top teams in the top four that don't play each other is the Swarm and the Buzz. Pulse. Right. Which yeah, uh, right. there's some things about so that and then that need uh, to be discussed. Anyway, we asked for that week. I one. know I you know. guys got it. Which I is know fine. swarm. Fine. I know, I know. Oh my I get God. it. Here we so, go. 
I want to I want to start closing this out. The only reason that I have the Raiders rank where they are, and this is my legitimate reason, I've played with people that are on the Raiders. I've played with people that are on the Swarm. I know what the buzz bring to the table from playing against them. And I'm just looking at team talent. And I'm not saying that it couldn't go one way or the other. I'm just saying overall, that's why I had Raiders 3. Not because they couldn't be higher, because they definitely could be number one or number two. But I'm just, you know, you got to give the nod to the buzz. They've been the top in this league, you know, for almost three years now. They are the the defending champs. They're the defending champs, and they're still getting more and more talent on that team, which is crazy. And uh, the Swarm was the number two and the number three team mostly combined with outside help. And that's, you know... If if the swarm can put it together, that will be the reason they're number two. If not, I know the Raiders are a storied franchise, mm-hmm. and they know how to play together, and they could easily bump the swarm from that spot, or oh, easily yeah. bump the swarm and the I, buzzards from the number. I, one spot. I, I, I easily. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie. You're, you're lying. <laughs> I don't think that you can look at the top. <laughs> the to, to For sure. Be number one in this league. For sure. I don't think that I think that everybody needs to like take a little bit of a step back and kind of like recognize that like that top three, top five. Um, there's a lot of season to play still, yeah. and so like that's real fluid right now. Don't 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 hear a, a bunch of people sitting around a table kind of just going off of one little bit of film or one little bit one game, like as the defining or character practice. or practice right. as the defining you know final word on your season. Like right. You know what? I mean, play your game, go win it, mm-hmm. change my mind. Yeah, at the very least, prove us wrong. Right. Like, put put us in our place yeah. and show us why we're messing up. Right. Absolutely. At so. the very least. Or make a long rant on Facebook, and we'll talk about you at the end. Ah, there you go. <laughs> See, there it is. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's the danger of the screen capture, right? Like, yeah. whatever you – I mean, the Internet remembers, man. That, that's, there's yeah. a reason the Internet's undefeated. Hey, uh, let's go ahead and bring this home. What do you say, fellas? Hey, thank you to our thank you absolutely to our guests, uh, Parker yes. Lapsley, all the way out there in Prineville, brother. We appreciate you and look forward to your season. Uh, Trevor, thanks so much for stopping by, man. Appreciate it. Like, let's Stay make sure with us through yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, man. Let's make sure that we have you stop on by again. Yeah, of course. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, this has been the PNFO Podcast, Episode 4. Thank you, guys.